What does it take to stand out and move up? How can customers tell the difference between you and the competition? How can you differentiate your products and services and dominate your market? It's time now for Project Distinct, the podcast on creating distinction with Scott McCain. Hey there, it's Scott McCain, our next edition of Project Distinct, and we're continuing our discussion on habits, how we change them, why they're so important, what they do to contribute to the status quo, which means it becomes very, very difficult for us to create distinction. So that's the topic of today's show. If you missed yesterday, you might want to go catch up on that because it's kind of our introduction into what habits are and how they impact us so dramatically. By the way, Project Distinct is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash distinct. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So how do we change our habits? We talked yesterday about habits and we talked yesterday about the importance of writing down some of the habits that you have in your life. So what are some of the habits that you indicated that were positive? Perhaps some of them you indicated that are negative. What are the habits that you have in your life? And how have your experiences with those habits made you think about what's not working right now in your life? A while back, I was asked to give a speech in Hawaii. And as long as I was there, I thought I'd take a little extra time. So I'm laying out by the swimming pool at the hotel. A grandmother came out to the pool with her grown sons and their families. They all took places on pool chairs, and one of the sons eventually turned toward his mom and said, You know, Mom, we just can't believe it. This is one of the first times you've ever been out on the beach when you didn't have one of those motivational books with you. <laughs> now, you can believe that kind of got my attention, right? Since I'm kind of in that business, and I'm listening very carefully, and I heard the mother say, you know, I've read just about every one of those books that I could ever find, and I've never found one yet that's made my life any different. <laughs> it really hit home with me, right? To think that someone could have read all that information and it still hadn't changed your life. And then I heard her son say, but mom, you've got to do more than just read the books. you got to do something about it. Now that really hit home with me as well. You know, it's not enough just to write down your habits it's that you have to think about them and think about how they're contributing or not to the success and the distinction that you hope to find. Yesterday, I mentioned that habits are just manifestations of deeper-seated tendencies. And I think they kind of rise out of the priorities that we've set in our life. So the habits are difficult to change. But habits must be changed for us to move forward to create distinction. In other words, if all you do is what you've done... You've heard the old, old line, if all you do is what you've done, all you're going to get is what you've got. I've heard speakers say that forever. If all you do is what you've done, then all you're going to get is what you've got. But the problem is, in today's culture, that is not true. Gosh, your competitors are improving so rapidly. Whether we're talking about from an organizational standpoint or from an individual standpoint, the, the people you compete against are improving at a rapid pace. So if all you do is what you've done, you're going to get less than what you've had in the past. 
The only way you improve is to change some of the behavior that you already have in place. But much of the behavior that you have in place, as we've discussed, is based upon your habits. So it begins with that list that you should have filled out yesterday in terms of identifying what are our habits. Then it's about, are those habits helping me create distinction? Or are they just things I keep doing over and over because I've always done it that way? If it's something that isn't working for you right now, it doesn't mean you made the wrong choice a long time ago. It just means it might not be a habit that is something that is contemporary with your current needs. Look, it's hard to change your behavior. It's hard to change your habits. But it's important to keep trying. The Harvard Medical School reports that considerable research has been aimed at identifying factors that contribute to successful change. And one problem may be that we're motivated too often, according to Harvard, quoting from their study, by a sense of guilt or fear or regret. Experts who study behavior change say that long-lasting change is most likely when it's self-motivated and rooted in positive thinking. <laughs> That's the end of the quote from the Harvard Medical School. Now, I don't mean to sound too cliched with that old positive thinking approach, but one of the things that Harvard talked about is that change is a process. It is not an event. So what you commit yourself to in changing your habits is not an event. Today, I change, right? But it's committing yourself to the process. I will begin the process of change. In just a moment, we'll talk about what the research at Harvard said were the five steps to create that process that will help you change. Right before we do, though, this reminder for the listeners of Project Distinct, Audible is offering a free audiobook download. So you get a free audiobook and you get a free 30-day trial. It's to give you the opportunity to check out audible.com. So from audible.com, you can listen to absolutely free. You can download the entire audiobook free and, and you can even keep it. Even if you decide to cancel at the end of the 30-day trial, you can download The Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, my book about how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. Just go to audibletrial.com slash distinct. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash distinct. You can download your free audiobook. So Harvard Medical School talked about the process of change, that it's a process and not an event. And so researchers discovered the idea that people move from one stage of the process to the next. So here's the process of change, and think about how you might use this process to improve your performance. Step number one, pre-contemplation. According to Harvard, quote, at this stage, you have no conscious intention of making a change, whether through lack of awareness or information, or because you failed in the past and feel demoralized. You tend to avoid reading, talking, or thinking about unhealthy behavior, but your awareness and interest may be sparked by an outside influence, unquote. So just this podcast, just this program may move you from pre-contemplation 
into the next step, which is contemplation. In other words, at this stage, you're aware that you need to do something about it. Now, you haven't yet committed to doing anything about it, but you're aware that the habits that you have may be creating a problem. That takes us to the next step of the process, which is preparation. You know you need to change. You believe you can change. And now you start making the plans of what you're going to do. In other words, now you're saying, this has been my habit. Here's how I need to change and specifically what the change will be that will create what I want. So if we're talking about health, it might mean I've been sedentary. I'm going to plan to walk 15 minutes a day. Or it might be I need to improve. So here's some areas of learning that I need. So here are the books that I'm going to read to get better. Right. So you start preparing of what you're going to do. The preparation then leads to the next phase, which is action. At this point, you start the new behavior and you're experiencing your career and your life and your business without the old behavior. So what you're doing is practicing the alternatives you identified during the preparation stage. And now you have prepared and now you know what you need to do. The challenge during the action stage is to reward yourself, right? To, to support yourself and get support from others that are going to help you to maintain the habit that you desire. And then the last stage is maintenance. According to Harvard Medical School, once you've practiced this new behavior change for six months, you're in the maintenance stage. Now, we've heard the old thing that speakers talk about, oh, anything you do for 30 days becomes a habit. Not true according to Harvard Medical School. Not true according to the research cited by American Psychologist Magazine in September 1992. It's using it for six months to get you into the maintenance stage. Now, as you're doing this, what you're doing is to work to prevent going back to the old way. Now, that might require other changes that you discover along the way, but the point here is you do what it takes to maintain this positive, productive new habit that you have been creating. By the way, much of that is from Harvard Health Publications and Harvard Medical School, an article entitled Why It's Hard to Change Unhealthy Behavior and Why You Should Keep Trying. To review those five steps once again, pre-contemplation, no conscious intention of making change, you just know that something isn't right. Number two, contemplation, Something happens, whether through new information or a situation in your life, that you begin to think about the changes you want to make in your habits. Third, preparation, where you gain information, you take the steps necessary to get started. Fourth, action. You obviously take action. You start with your new habit. You start doing what it takes to change and create success and distinction personally and professionally. And fifth and finally, maintenance. You work to prevent going back to the old way of doing things and you are creating distinction and success in your life, in your profession. Those are the five steps it takes to change a habit, the process required to truly make a difference. And that's the message here too. It's not going to be easy to change to a more productive habit to create higher levels of distinction personally and professionally. 
but it's darned important that you keep trying. We'll be back with more tomorrow about what it takes to create personal and professional distinction on Project Distinct. This is Scott McCain. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the podcast to help you stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. For more insights from Scott, visit his blog at createdistinction.com. To have Scott bring his award-winning platform presentation to your next meeting, go to scottmccain.com. Scott McCain can become your virtual coach, educating and helping you create distinction in the most comprehensive way possible. Visit our website, distinctioninstitute.com, for all the details. Be distinct.